chapter 19. Oh, thank you, Father. Luke chapter 19, verse 28 to 44. read it that would be good you saved me the time I want to find myself somewhere I'm not still there Luke 19 28 to 44 after Jesus had said this he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem and he approached Bethphage and Bethany at the hill called the Mount of Olives he sent two of his disciples saying to them go to the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you find a cold tide there, which no one has ever ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Say, the Lord needs it. Those who were sent ahead went and found it, just as he had told them. And as they were untying, untying the coat, each owner asked them, why are you untying the coat? They replied, the Lord needs it. They brought it to Jesus, threw their cloaks on the coat, and put Jesus on it. As he went along, people spread their cloaks on the road. When he came near to the place where the road goes down the Mount of Olives, the whole crowd of disciples began joyfully to praise God in loud voices for all the miracles they had seen. Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to Jesus, Teacher, rebuke your disciples. I tell you, he replied, if they keep silent, the stones will cry out. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what will bring, will bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and your children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another because they did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. When Jesus entered the temple court, he began to drive out those who were selling it is written, he said to them, My house will be a house of prayer, but you have made it a den of robbers. Every day he was teaching at the temple, and the chief priests and the teachers of the law and the leaders among them were trying to kill him, yet they could, find, they could not find any way to do it because all the people hung on his words. Amen. Amen. Today is Palm Sunday. I'm so glad that we are all here. Amen. It is so much of a joy that this, normally I don't, I'm not the type, if you've watched me carefully, when it is Easter, I hardly preach something about Easter. Because sometimes when you get caught up by the ceremonial, Activities sometimes you can we come to church. I remember many years ago 
we used to palm Sunday we have to cut down some palm leaves and weave them and, and go to church carrying them now we don't see those things again Palm Sunday, every child will have a palm, somebody. I will be drumming and walking on the street. But now we don't even see any palm trees anymore. Praise the Lord. It's happening somewhere else. In Africa. In Europe, we should get a digital palm tree then. Then we can move with it. Amen. I want you to be praying with me. I don't know what is wrong with my voice. Now, the slightest thing I do, then my voice is choked. Praise God. Amen. So, today is Palm Sunday, and it's a joy. Tell your neighbor, Jesus did it all for you. Amen. I want to minister on the subject. The Bible said in Luke chapter 19... The verse number 33, the Bible said, As they were untying the coat, its owner asked them, Why are you untying the coat? They replied, The Lord needs it. I know it's, an, it's using the word it. But I want you to put yourself there that the Lord is in need of you tell your neighbor the Lord needs you he needs you because he's desperately looking out for somebody who he could use now this text is very profound when you look at the text carefully it is Palm Sunday as Jesus rode into Jerusalem and Jerusalem was a place where his trouble started. The whole trouble started when he entered not as a man who was ordinary, but he entered as a king. And when he entered as a king, the Bible said he told the disciples, I want you to go and I want you to listen carefully. I want you to look ahead of you. There is a village there. I want you to go there because there is a coach there that nobody has ever ride on it before. I want you to untie it. It is tied, but I want you to untie it. And when you untie it, there is somebody who will ask you, why are you untying it? And when they ask you, tell them the Lord is in need of it. Now he's going to do something, but the first thing he wanted to do, he needed a donkey, but he can't get a donkey until he sent a word to somebody. He sent a word, he called two of his disciples and said to them, I want you to go and I want you to get me a donkey. I need something in my life, but the only way I can have it is I have to send you with a word. The strength of the God that we serve is subjected on the word. I like it when Ecclesiastes chapter 8 verse 4, the Amplifier says, For the word of a king is authoritative and powerful. And who will say to him, what are you doing? Which means that if the king needs something, he must have it. And I believe that as we are gathered over here, 
The potency. Sometimes a believer forget that God is a king, and when He speaks, He doesn't need His word to be treated or filtered. He wants His word to come to you just as it has come to you, without any alteration or deviation. He wants you to activate His word, and that regardless of the obstacles that comes around His word, when He speaks His word and you watch His word and you conform to His word, His word is able to come completely exactly in your life regardless of your situation and I'm here to tell you today that Jesus entered Jerusalem as a king but before he could enter as a king he sent forth a word I pray over the life of somebody under the sound of my voice you are about to enter into a dimension as a king but God word is coming to you today in the name of Jesus the Bible said this word is so powerful in John chapter the number one verse number one to five the Bible said in the beginning because of the doability of this word because of the potency of this word the Bible said in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and the same was in the beginning with God all things were made by him and without him was nothing made. Come on, precious one. Without him was nothing made. I am here to tell you that if your reliance is on God, if your dependency is on God, then I want you to understand that when you find the word of God, you must open your ears to hear. You must open your heart to absorb because God can do nothing with a child until his word enters into the child. I pray to Today, that your attention, that the seriousness you pay to the word of God is about to be amplified in the name of Jesus. It said nothing was made without his word. Most of you are more conscientious about the things you see with your eyes. Words are things that cannot be seen with the eyes, but it potency produces something that can be seen with the eyes. The Bible said that because of the strength of this word, the verse number four of the chapter one, it said that in him was life. In the word was life. And the life was the light of men. And the light shined in darkness. And the darkness comprehended it not. The word comprehended it not means that there was no fight. There was no battle. There was no contention. Regardless of whatever came in, it went out. That is why the Bible said, if you have the word of God in your life, it said, regardless of whatever fight against you, it said, all things will work together for your good because you have chosen to trust God. I know some of you are very practical. You want to see things before, you want to see before you believe. But in the dispensation in which we are entering, God's word precedes his action. And if you want to see the action of God in your life, you must believe his word. In John chapter 1 verse 14, the Bible said because of the strength of the word, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the holy begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. 
The word of God is able. Tell your neighbor the word of God is able. Uh, when you say the word of God is able, it's in the statement also because it is able to do exceedingly, abundantly above all you can think or imagine. Now this story is so profound. I have listened to the story several times. I have read it several times, but I don't want to look so much into the uh, into into the story as it is. Eh? I don't want to talk about when Jesus was entering into Jerusalem. I know you know those ones already, so I'm just going to pick something from the verse number number eight to the, the verse number thirty. That is where the whole preaching will start from. The Bible said after they had. After he has said this thing, when you read the whole chapter of Luke chapter 19, then you will see Zacchaeus came on the scene. Then you will hear the parable that a man was traveling and gave talent to his servant. And he came back and gave, and they gave account of it. You know that story, I've preached about it before. But after Jesus Christ have narrated the story, so he came to a point and he said, he went ahead. He said, that I am going to Jerusalem. And the Bible said that as he approached, but but uh, as he approached Bethany, the Bible said uh, he was approaching Mount of Olives, and he sent two of his disciples, saying to them, "Tell your neighbor, saying to them, <laughs> what is God saying to you in the year 2022 before you even entered into the year you have to know what god is saying about the year you have to know what god is saying about it some of us the job we are doing the marriage we are in our finances whatever we are in we must hear the voice of god concerning that because it is very very essential to hear the voice of god the voice of god say to your neighbor the voice of god The Bible said he told them to go to the village ahead of them. The first thing I want to pick here is that God is moving you forward, not backward. You didn't understand what I said. Regardless of how bad your situation is, he said that he said, I want to send you, but I'm moving you forward, not backward. He said to the disciples, I want you to go to the village ahead of you. He said, as you enter, you will find the coat tied, which no one has ever ridden it. He said, what? Untie it and bring it here. Amen. Let's deal with this text a bit. He said, I want you to go to the village ahead of you. Praise the Lord. The word village, you know the village. Village is a place where we have very... Uh, it, it is a place where, where things are not so nice like the city. He's sending them somewhere where everything there it may not look pleasant, but he's sending them there. He's sending them to the village ahead of them, but he's telling them he will go and meet a code that is tied. Ah, most of the time when God sends you what he will be telling you may not be pleasant to your ear but for the fact that it doesn't make sense doesn't make mean that it can't come to pass 
Tell your neighbor what he has said he will do it. The Bible said he said go to the seat to the village not the city. It may not look like the village is a place where things are not so nice. Where things doesn't happen immediately. Where things doesn't happen in a pleasant way. But Jesus said to them I want you to go to the village. I don't want you to go anywhere. I want you to go to the village. And the Bible said he was so specific. He was so descriptive. And the Bible said he sent them forth into the village. There was this level of specificity. He said, I want you to go to the village. And I want you to understand that what I am able to do, I can't do it outside this village. Because my word to you is saying, go to the village. And I promise you that if you listen to what I'm telling you and you go to the village and you enter into the village, I promise you, you will find something I'm telling you. He said, I want you to go to the village ahead of you. He said, as you enter, you will find the coach there. Some of you, you must understand this. When God gives you instruction, it doesn't matter how it may look unbelievable. When you follow the precepts of his word and you follow his word regardless of the storm that is around you. Oh my God, the Bible said that there was a time Peter has gone for fishing the whole night. And the Bible said he caught nothing. And the Bible said Jesus borrowed his boat and use it and when he finished the bible said when he finished i am for sure my grandfather was a fisherman and in the fishing industry when they go for fishing they can look at the sky especially early part of the morning they can look at the sky and tell you where all the fish are gathered but when the disciples went to the fishing during that time the bible said they caught nothing when they caught nothing they came to the shore it may look a bit hopeful at that time and Jesus borrowed their boat and used it and after the day was breaking forth he said to them I want you to launch your net when he told Peter to launch his net the Bible said that Peter wanted to question Jesus he didn't know how to present it but he said master we have told the whole night and we have caught nothing Ah, Jesus was not Asking for his opinion because I am here to tell you when God speaks into your life, he's not asking you for your opinion, he wants you to follow his word. My Bible said that when Peter decided to lay the net where Jesus told him to lay the net, the Bible said he couldn't pull it further. He thought maybe something has hold it, but he didn't know that the fish have so the so the neck so much uh, that the fish are uh, you don't understand me uh, at that point there was no fish in the sea uh, but the fish in the sea they were so much afar from the shore but the bible said that when the word of god came forth ah uh, uh, the bible said the fish at the back of the sea uh, said there is a word from jesus uh, we must make sure that this word come to pass uh, the bible said uh, they came from the north they came from the east uh, and they located themselves in the net and my bible said 
matter what God said came to pass because the fish obeyed the voice of God. I am about to tell somebody you are more than the fish. If you can obey the voice of God, you will see what no man has seen before in the mighty name of Jesus going somewhere now he said i want you to go but when you get there and you enter you will find the coach there ah, i thought that when they find it that is all they needed but jesus spoke tell your neighbor jesus spoke jesus has spoken but look at what he said he said it is tied you have to untie it Jesus said you have to untie it for the fact that Jesus told you to go and you'll find it doesn't mean that when you find it it will be easy to just pull it out some of you you went to the right place for the job and there was something that is when something is tied it means that it is refusing to comply to movement and some of you, you have gone to right places and things have been, where something is untied, it, need, it needs to be what? Untied. But Bible said, he said, I want you to untie it. Uh, if anybody tried to stop you, tell them, the Lord is in need of it. I'm coming, going somewhere, be with me. He said you will find it. The Bible said that when God promised the children of Israel, it said you will find a land flowing with milk and honey. But when you get there, it doesn't mean that you will have the land so easily. The Bible said when they got there, they saw giants on the land. And the Bible said that because they saw giants, they thought they couldn't possess it. Let me go back here because of time. Thank you, Holy Ghost. He said, if anyone asks you why you are untying it, say the Lord is in need of it. I want to make a quote here. Confrontation isn't objection. Confrontation isn't objection. When the man came and said, who is asking you to untie it? He was confronting them. Sometimes you have to let your con people who confront you know that you know what you know. When you know what you know, nobody takes what belongs to you. The Bible, some of you, somebody asks you questions and you run away from it. You don't run away from what is yours. Because whoever comes around what is yours isn't for him. But the problem is that when it is yours and you refuse to acknowledge it is yours, it will be occupied by somebody who doesn't possess it. Well, you don't understand what I said. They are the Bible said that Solomon, you, you don't understand what I'm talking about. The Bible says Solomon was a king, and there were two women who gave birth on the same day, during the same time, they had the same child. And the Bible said one of them, while they were sleeping, one of them slept on the baby and the Bible said that that baby died. And immediately the one whose baby died exchanged it with the one whose one was alive. 
And the Bible said they went before the king. And the Bible said the one whose child was dead wanted the child to be killed. But the one whose child was alive said don't kill it yet. This woman, if she mistakenly had allowed the one whose dead child to exchange it and did nothing about it, she could have owned the dead body. Most of you have allowed what is yours to be taken because of confrontation. Confrontation is an element of conflict where parties confront one another directly, engaging one another in the cause of dispute between them. A confrontation can be uh, in any scale between numbers of people. Regardless, confrontation is always there. I want you to understand when you have confrontation in your life, it is not a sign that God didn't promise you what is yours. The Bible said that when they were confronted, they said to them, the master is in need of it. Oh, my brother, my sister, hearing the sound of my voice, I don't know what you know, but God is in need of you. The reason why you have been limited, there is something about this coat. The coat have been tied, which means that it has been bound to a place. When Jesus spoke into the life of the coat, it means that he needed him. Some of you, under the sound of my voice, the devil wanted to destroy you and Jesus, through the power of the Holy Ghost, delivered you. But now you are being confronted with challenges and you are being confronted with obstacles. God wants me to tell you uh, that anytime his word comes, uh, oh, there is always an objection. Uh, the Bible said that when they obey Jesus uh, and they just follow the precept of Jesus, uh, the Bible said regardless of whoever owned the property of the coach, uh, the Bible said left it for them to take it. Uh, the Bible said this man I'm talking about, uh, he might have had alternative uses for the donkey, but immediately Jesus said I needed a donkey. Uh, he had to prioritize Jesus. As you hear the sound of my voice, anytime you hear the word of God and you prioritize the voice of God and you you allow it to be the most important thing and you allow it to be lifted up, it calls for the glory of God to be so forth. My Bible said there was a time Jesus wanted to feed many people and the Bible said he was looking for food and everybody there said we don't have anything because when they look at the number of people they are going to feed and the food they have got they all try to hide it but there was a little boy around who said Lord Jesus I don't have enough but I'm ready to obey your word if you are asking for food it means you need one even though you own all food at this moment you need mine the Bible says he gave Jesus the five loaves of bread and two fishes Ah, if you were there I know that you will hide your five loaves of bread and two fishes because the number of people there there were more than you can count but my bible said that when the boy gave it out the bible said that he never lacked in his house i prophesy upon your life in the year 2022 whatever is objecting the voice of god that he has spoken to you in 2021 i want you to know that it cannot swallow the word of god i prophesy upon your life that whatever is confronting you will die in the name of Jesus 
The Bible said when Moses laid the seven, laid the, the, the rod down, the Bible said he had confrontation. But the confrontation that came to him, the Lord opened the mouth of the serpent and he swallowed it. I pray over your life today that whatever is confronting you, you will swallow them in the mighty name of Jesus. He said, I want you to untie it and I want you to bring it to me. Some of you, you underestimate what God can do with you. Maybe you are the, like the coach that was tied in the village. It was not just tied in the village. In the, he was not just tied in the city, but he was tied in the village. Precious one, what does it mean? Maybe you have been limited for quite too long. Maybe Jesus Christ have sent somebody like me to come and speak his word to you. If you are ready to obey it, not only are you going to be untied, not, the word tied means lack, it means deficiency, it means limitation, it means boundary, it means restriction, it means encampment, it means buried. But the Bible said that when the coach allowed itself to be handed over to the people that God have spoken through. The Bible said that it never stayed in the village again. But the Bible said it went into Jerusalem. It went into the city. I pray over your life today that your village life is ending today. You are about to enter into the city in the mighty name of Jesus. Not only are you going to enter into the city, but the other people who came with the palm tree, when I saw the people laying their clothes down, when I saw people waving their palm tree, do you know what I saw? I saw people who could be fit. Oh my God, you don't understand what I'm talking about. The Bible said Jerusalem is a place where people are busy. It was a city. People are busy there. They do what they want to do. They are busy. They are busy people. But when they got to hear that Jesus was coming. When they hear, when they heard that the word of God has come, the Bible said they left everything of theirs and started praising God. I pray over your life that as you begin to obey God, God will cause his word to manifest in your life. The donkey obeyed Jesus. The donkey obeyed Jesus. The donkey obeyed Jesus. And not only did he obey Jesus, but because he obeyed Jesus, and Jesus sat upon him. The Bible said, everybody around, in the front of the people, the Bible said, the Bible never said that they laid the, 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 the palm trees behind the, the, the donkey. They laid it in front of him. Which means that because of your obedience, God will cause others to obey him so that your joy will be full in the name of Jesus let me tell you something here I'm finishing now listen before Jesus entered Jerusalem there was a prophecy that needed to be obeyed within that time frame when Jesus said, tell whoever tells you not to untie it, that the master was in need of it, what he was saying is that I need to fulfill prophecy within a particular time. Be with me here. 
If you remember carefully, Jesus Christ once upon a time wanted to work with somebody and the person said, let me go and bury my mother and father and come back to you. And Jesus said, you are not fit to work with me. Why? Because you are violating the timing principle. When I want you, I want you when I want you and I need you when I need you. Now the problem most of us are facing is that we, we try to substitute other things within the timing of God. He said to the Lord, he said, Lord, I want to beg of you whatever you need this coat for. The man said, take him as the master is in need of it. I want to beg of somebody here under the sound of my voice. Today's message, I want you to understand that when God speaks, the day you hear that word, you must try and obey it. We are so much, we have so, when we talk about Christians, we have so much hypocrisy in the church that sometimes I wonder the certainty of the word of God. Precious one, when God tells you stop, you stop. When God told Moses to move forward, regardless of the, of the river in front of him, the Bible said when he moved, the water parted. Most of you want the water to part before you move. Precious one, the Bible said when the master, when the servant told the man that the Lord is in need of it, the Bible said immediately he allowed them to take it. What is God asking you to do that you are not obeying immediately? And surprisingly, anytime you procrastinate, when the time for you to obey God, when the time for you to obey... Let me say this properly. Anytime you procrastinate, when you needed to obey God when he said it, and you procrastinated it to another time, when you have to obey yourself, you refuse to obey yourself when you ought to obey yourself, and you keep on disobeying God. Why? Because you procrastinated it. The reason why most of you are not seeing the glory of God in your life is that God wants you to obey him when you hear his word. It's a faith. Is now faith is a substance of the things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. I want most of you have made the word of God become liars. The servant who was sent by God had to obey Jesus. Number one. The two servants obey Jesus. When the servant obeyed Jesus the donkey could have prevented itself from being caught do you know the donkey could have run away the coat could have run away but the coat didn't run away it stayed there and the master came to meet them and the master also obeyed God precious one God want to fulfill prophecy but he can't fulfill prophecy when you can't obey him when you need to obey him praise the Lord God wants you to obey him. And as you obey him and you begin to rely on this word, precious one, I know that as human as we are, sometimes we want to have a backup. But a backup plan is, is not a guarantee that you are having a future protection. I want to beg somebody under the sound of my voice. God wants you to obey him when he speaks. I remember there was a lady who was in a relationship that was not pleasant to God. And I told her, I want you to come out of this relationship because it's not going to glorify God. It's not glorifying God. 
Come and see this lady giving me a list of reasons why he can't leave that relationship. He said, if I leave this guy, I will not have food to eat. I will not have anywhere to sleep. I will not be able to do this. I will lose my job. I will lose this. I will lose this. I will lose this. I know you will say that, Pastor, it is easier said than done. But I promise you, anytime you disobey God, there is, the Bible said there is a way that seems right to a man, but the end thereof leads us to death. Precious one, let me say this to you. I want to beg you when God asks you to obey Him, just obey Him. This donkey, the Bible said it has not been used before. Jesus needed it. Just assume that this donkey refused to allow Jesus to use it. Do you think there will be triumphant Sunday or whatever they call it? Look at me. Let me give you one guarantee. When you walk with God, it it doesn't get easy. I promise you that. It doesn't get easy. But what what happens is that you, when you are driving and 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 you get you have you have you have roadside cover or you have what you call breakdown cover. It doesn't matter where your car breaks down; they will come there. Praise the Lord. Because you have sacrificed somewhere. When you obey God and the going get tough, God will come to this room where every part of this room is blocked. And he will come into the scene and ask, where can I pass with this one? And the Bible said he will make a way. Where the sin to be nowhere. Why? Because the Bible said he's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. I'm going to give you a solution in two minutes. When I started believing in this prosperity God, God blessing people, there are two ways. The Bible said, Give it shall be given to you, press down, shaking together, running over. I will cause men to give unto your bosom. There are some certain prayer I pray like, God, whoever you have to cause, cause them to bless me. Okay, number one. Some of you, the reason why you refuse to obey God. Is that you think that when you need him to rescue you, he will not be there. But one of the things that renewed my mind, that transformed my mind, is that when I obey God, when I obey God, and God does not even, he decides not to come to my rescue, I believe my children will receive my blessing. You understand this? When you obey God, and things doesn't work out for you. I promise you that. I've been to prophetic meetings where somebody has been called and said that your, fa- your grandfather went to somewhere and did something there and God said because of that kindness I have decided to render show you mercy. When you, when you obey God and you even die in obeying God he creates a future that will never be there had it not been your kindness. Let me pray it with the scripture. The Bible said there was a man whose father wanted him to become a king. And this guy is called Jonathan. Jonathan has so much room before the public to become a king. But the Bible said he received the prophetic understanding from God. And he said to his father, it is not me who is supposed to take the kingship. It is David. He fought for David so much that his father thought he was mad. 
And the Bible said that the boy, the man called Jonathan and his father died on the battlefield. But the Bible said that the goodness of Jonathan was still speaking. The Bible said that David came and did not be the kindness of Jonathan. David wouldn't have acted this way. He said, is there anybody in the house of Saul? that I may show kindness. What does it mean? When Jonathan showed kindness to David, he did it by himself, called Jonathan. But when David wanted to bless the, the Jonathan because of his kindness, he said, is there anybody in the house of Saul? Which means that the blessing that is coming is not just limited to my son Aaron. It is now moving forward to the house of their sons. I don't know who you are over here. Sometimes you trust God and it doesn't work the way you thought it would work. But that is not a guarantee that God will not show forth. Sometimes it gets tough. I, I remember I go for interview. I am refused several times. I go for this. I am refused. There are jobs I've applied. Still yet I've not received reply yet. But because I am a child of God... I know that my disappointment will now change to be appointment because the days will move away. Praise the Lord. He said, have you ever found anybody who have trusted in the Lord and his descendants begging for bread? No. Praise the Lord. There are certain kindness that causes our children to be exempted from trouble. It said because of your father. Look at what happened. According to what? What do you call it? Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth was located in Lodiba. A place without hope. A deserted place. Rejected place. Ostracized. But the Bible said that he didn't even know by nature, he must be in the pit. But because of the goodness of Jonathan, the Bible said he came to join the king to die. Why? Because of the kindness of his father. <laughs> you don't understand this. If God doesn't cause his word to come to pass in my generation, he will cause it to pass in the, in the generation of our children. But if we can trust him, if we will hold on regardless of the pain, in the Old Testament we saw people sacrificing so much. But this time we come to church and nobody sacrifices. We have more churches shutting down in the UK. Why? But in Europe, why? Because there are no people to sacrifice. But the Bible said the donkey said I will obey God. I am here to tell somebody if you obey God there is something that you will receive that eyes have not seen ears have not heard neither has it entered into the heart of any man regardless of whether you are in the village God said I should tell you he needs you stand on your feet somebody